0: A spontaneous and unrehearsed interview. Hello, welcome to Curiosityness, the 101st episode of Curiosityness. We're officially in triple digits. We've hit 100, feels great, and now we're just moving on. Uh, thank you for being here and listening. If you haven't been here before, I'm Travis DeRose, the host, and Curiosityness is a show where... I interview people who you might be curious about to learn about the people or what they do. And that's why I have on Tom and Holly Valent. They are the owners of the Charles W. Howard Santa Claus School. They're the deans of the school. So they operate that. So, oh, just quick disclaimer. If you happen to still believe in Santa, oh, if you know somebody who believes in Santa, or, you know, if you're under the age of A teenager or whatever, if someone's in the room, maybe shield their ears, push them out of the room before you listen to this one so we don't destroy any Christmas magic. But we're going to learn how folks become Mr. and Mrs. Claus. What you have to learn, you know, do you have to have a real beard? Do you, how do you manicure and get a, a good looking wig or fake beard so you don't scare off the kids and look like a weirdo? What's the type of suit that you need? How do you do The perfect ho ho ho. It's more of a a chuckle rather than like a bellow, Um, but we'll learn all about that stuff. So Tom and Holly share basically the whole curriculum of Santa School. What it's like to go there and all that kind of stuff. So it's a really fun episode. A lot of interesting things that you may not have even thought about that Santa Clauses have to learn and go through. Um, So that's it. Thank you for being here. Let's get to the episode. Here is Tom and Holly Valent of the Charles W. Howard Santa Claus School. All right, we're rolling. How you doing, Tom and Holly?
1: I think
2: we're good.
0: I think so. Huh?
2: <laughs> I think we're wonderful. It's <laughs> cool. the most wonderful time of the year right now. So
0: it is, yeah. It's all ramping up now. It's getting there.
2: It is.
0: Cool. Well, thanks yeah, we for being our here, guys. First, we did our first call of the
1: season this morning.
0: Ooh, what is so what's the first call mean? Go
2: ahead, huh? It's the first time we were Santa and Mrs. Claus for a kindergarten class. They they came to the Santa house and We greeted the children and talked to them about the reindeer and the North Pole and Christmas coming and just a little uh, sneak preview of Christmas
0: to come. Right. Okay. Very cool. So it's already, we're already diving into it. You guys start early.
1: (laughs) Well, actually, the visit was for our school, which is next week. And normally we have a kindergarten group or two or three come to the school and Santa and Mrs. Claus show the santa students how an entrance is done and how you talk to the children in a group and and you know it. and then it gets critiqued afterwards and it's a lot of fun you we sing with the kids and we uh ask some questions and it always goes a little longer than you want it to but the general rule of being santa is don't don't hang around too long or you'll become a decoration <laughs>
0: okay no i mean that's that's why i have you on here and something that uh you know you would inevitably of course there's a santa school people got to learn to how to be santa but it's not something you may even really think about but uh that's why you guys are around to to help these uh to train santas
2: we are and and we are so proud and honored to be um the deans of the Charles W. Howard Santa Claus School, the oldest and most famous school of its Mm -hmm. kind in the world. And uh, it's been, it started in 1937 in Albion, New York. And we are, well, Tom is the third dean of the school. And so it's in its 87, 83rd year. And um, it's just the most wonderful school and with great people. And we put out, wonderful Santas that go through the world and spread love and happiness and joy to kids and parents. And it's just a wonderful thing to do. And um, Tom knows the history very well. And as a little girl, I sat on the original Santa's lap, Charles Howard, because we're both from the state of New York and that's where Albion is. And so I went, it was a little amusement park. So I have some history there and he's just got history loving Santa. So.
0: Right. Yeah. So, the, I mean, let's, can we dive into that? Who was, who was Charles W. Howard?
1: Uh, Charlie was a, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Charlie was a farmer. Uh, so he had a small family farm in uh, Albion, New York, which is between Rochester and Buffalo. And he was uh very interested in helping Santa have a better image because in that time the Santa's were uh I'm gonna say kind of rough, you know they'd smoke and they'd drink and do some things that Santa wouldn't dare do today, sure any yeah. santa from from our school anyways uh so that was his wish, and he also was a a toy maker, along with being a farmer, wow, and he was a Macy's Day parade Santa right and along with that one of his uh most famous claims is he was a technical director for santa on uh, the original miracle on 34th street
0: really wow so this guy's the real deal
1: oh yeah he's he uh he's done a lot we still pretty much follow his uh outline his lesson plan uh i we never have gone to Charlie's school, but the Doan family, the third deans, uh, we call them deans because it's just, it's always a couple of Mr. and Mrs. so far. Right. So the third deans were from Bay City, Michigan, and they went to Albion, New York every year. My first year of school, I went to Bay City, but uh, it, <laughs> I don't know. we we could talk about Charlie. Yes, asked about Charlie. I'm sorry. Charlie no, okay. Charlie uh, he passed in 1966 mm-hmm. and Nate Doan from Bay City had taken over. Or he asked before he passed, he asked Nate down from Bay City, Nate and Mary Ida to take over the school. So so they did. And the school was always small. I mean, it was uh, it was pretty much laid out designed for department store Santa's back then department store Santa's were the popular or were, were the popular fellas. So that he designed the school around that. And usually that's where he got his class from his classes were always from five to 12 people somewhere oh, in that range.
0: So pretty And small. even
1: when it went to Bay city, Michigan, I don't know if it ever got to 12. It was a lot of times Holly and I were the only ones there a few times, but wow. Uh, we were the star students, Celsiers. So yeah. yeah. It took me a long time to learn this. And I'm still learning.
0: So. Yeah, sure. Wow. Just, so, Well, he was just really doing it out of the, uh, out of, sounds like out of the love and passion to kind of share what he had learned, you know, being Santa or to create, help create better Santas. Because it, it wasn't, I mean, if he didn't have many students, it's not like he was, this was a huge moneymaker for him or anything. No. Yeah, no, and it's not.
1: Yeah. We actually set it up as a non-profit organization. Oh, cool. Yeah, and we, no one takes the salary out of it and we invest in the school what we what we uh, get for tuition. Nice. Um go ahead. I tell him about
0: I'm doing a lot of mumbling here so I No, this is great. I, I love this stuff. It, this is what we want to This is the history we need.
2: Yeah, you know, okay. it's really a, a wonderful uh um, it's just part of our 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 life right now. We, we plan all year for it, and the day after school is over, we start thinking, how can we make it better next year? What would make it even better? And we start making plans, and we start writing down ideas, what worked and what didn't. And uh, I just, I think um, Tom is just a natural Santa. We've been married, I think, 46 years this October 5th will be our 46th wow. year.
0: Congratulations. And
2: you know my uh, thank you and my name is really holly which a lot of people question
1: Yeah, change it. a lot
2: of people questioned <laughs> but i was born december 22nd Ooh. but we never talked about santa or anything when we were dating or even when we first got married and then when i was expecting my first child um he said i think i heard about a santa claus school in bay city michigan that i'd like to go to and i I kind of frowned, like, why? <laughs> I didn't get it. And he said, I, I think it just sounds interesting. I've always been, you know, I've always been a great uh, follower of Santa. So I, I thought I'd just let him do it. He never took time off work. So he took three days off and, and went and loved it. And I I came with him. And um, he just, uh, he was the star student every year, I guess. And they chose him to be the third Dean of students, but you know, I think to be a really good Santa, what I see from the people that come, you really have to love children, you have to love people, you have to be loving and generous, and want to share um, goodness and and make children feel loved and secure, and and that's why this year with COVID, we're like the only school going on right now, oh. and we debated about it and thought about it, but. Like Tom said, I think Santa is needed more than ever this year. You know, mm-hmm. Santa has survived decades and, and centuries of wars and, and um, turmoil, and he's always come through. And same with you know Santa Claus School. We we need to produce Santas, not let them get down and depressed, and and not be able to see children. Now we when we saw the children today, we wore masks and. We took them off when we went outside and we were, you know, 10 feet apart.
1: And first thing they do is come running at you, you know? <laughs>
0: right, yeah. yeah. It's a,
1: I didn't put my foot out or anything. I just, <laughs> uh, just took a few steps back and said, whoa, like you would with a reindeer. Yeah,
2: they see you and they just start charging. They yeah, start charging. Imagine. And with their arms outstretched. And there's not enough. Volunteers and teachers to keep them back, and uh, so I kind of have to be the bodyguard for Santa today,
0: right? Yeah,
2: I I met them and told them now we have to stay apart, but they just want to hug you and and um yeah,
1: it's it's an honor and a privilege to be Santa. Not everyone I understand wants to portray that image, but it's a great thing, and you always have to understand it's not Tom Valent or Holly Valent that they're they're fascinated with and and they love it's santa he's -hmm. the most well-known character in the world
0: yeah yeah
1: we just have to keep that in mind and let it let our egos not get too big right it's it's hard you know december 26 driving down the road in the car and no one's looking at you nobody's smiling i always wonder what the heck's
0: going on (laughs) you know christmas is over and they just don't like me anymore (laughs) Right, sure. <laughs> just cast aside now.
2: The beard came off, and they don't recognize him as a Santa spirit. They just yeah. see a regular guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I like yeah. to, it's kind of fun to drive with your Santa. <laughs> you know,
0: yeah, I can imagine. We have a, a Santa around here who drives. I I see him almost every year. At he drives around Denny's. I think at, right after. On, uh, on December 25th, I'll see him at Denny's almost every year. And he drives a, oh, wow. a motorcycle around that has like a, a Santa hat painted on. It's really cool.
2: Oh, oh that's nice. Oh. <laughs> These guys really get into it. And it's like the love of their life. Once they come to school, they, they get that energy and that spirit. And they just want to go out and, and uh, do, do work with children. and, and uh, Everyone.
1: It's a very rewarding thing to do.
0: Yeah. No,
1: everybody likes to make people happy, or most people, sure. Yeah. (laughs) And that's and that's what you're doing. And not everyone wants, not every family wants the same thing. I I like talking to families. Mm -hmm. Not you know I'll I'll gladly talk to an individual or five year old, but if you talk to five year olds for three hours straight, you know your brain will go to mush. So it's kind of you kind of want to have the whole family involved because they'll tell you lots of lots of stuff. I gotta watch that way I say it. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you learn too much about the families, right? And sometimes you got to pull it out of them, but it, it it's a ton of fun.
0: Mm-hmm. No, that's great. I mean, I can I can relate to this a little bit because I was a, a balloon twister at at Disneyland for ten years.
1: Wow. Oh. Thanks.
0: Oh, you're great. a pro of that! Yeah, I love Disneyland.
2: Great yeah. job!
0: <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, and it's such a great job. It, I mean, it, I just started it because I was, you know, 15 and just looking for any job I could find, really, and kind of stumbled into it. But yeah, it was it was so great once I really got into it because it was it was a job, but I, it was really rewarding too, and something it was yeah. it was fun to hang out with, you know, the yeah, kids I and that. I yeah. That. It That's was, a ton
2: hey, of work, though. I mean, you're you're entertaining 24 seven at disney world i mean you can't have a downtime. so you worked <laughs> yeah. hard that's
1: true that's yeah true. You stayed, and you it, stayed there that long i would love to do that one of our santas uh graduated from our Santa school is kind of a local guy here in michigan he um got his degree here at our school got a certificate he went down there and he showed him his santa school certificate and he got the job that year, and he's been down there four or five years. He's been the lead Santa down there at Disney World.
2: We've had three graduates yeah. from uh, the Charles W. Howard School become uh, Disney Santa, so and they love
0: it wow. there too. So
2: we know they take the top, so you must be the top, Travis. Right? Oh, wow! Well, thank you. <laughs> I'm sure because they only take the best there.
0: Wow. Yeah. So I could, yeah, I could imagine just having uh having the uh, certificate or the graduation certificate from your school would carry a, a lot of weight for a, uh, for a Santa.
1: Yeah. It used to be, it was the only school when we started, when we took the school over in 86, it was the only Santa school.
2: It was the only Santa school. You
1: know? And uh, I think Santa's that come or Santa's that hear about it, see what a great thing it is. And so a lot of, uh, there's a few of them out there that have kind of tried it on their own. And I think some are doing all right with it. I'm not sure. We've never been to another one.
2: <laughs> no, we haven't been, but quite a few
1: of our
2: graduates have started their own Santa school. So oh. we know that they you know, they got so much out of it that they, they loved it and they wanted to do it in their community. Because we attract Santas from all over the United States. Like this year, we have someone from... Hawaii, California, Florida, Oklahoma, New York, um, Tennessee, uh, I mean, every, every place. But this year we can't have people from Europe and Canada, which we usually have at least 15 to 20 Canadians and probably three or four Europeans uh, from different countries. We've had people come from Australia and Norway and England and wow, you know, uh, Sweden. So Greenland. So we we get a nice mix of people and and uh,
1: the spirit's the same no matter where you're from.
2: The spirit is the same, and it's fun to share the customs, and we all have the same interests. You know, there's this common thread. Tom and I in 1995 were selected uh, to represent the United States at the first World Santa Conference in Ilousa, Greenland. And there were we, 17 Santas from 13, no, 13 Sanas from 17 countries. <laughs> 17 Santas from 13 countries. <laughs> and um, we taught the Santa school to them. And even though they, they told us, they came up and they said, it's so infectious to hear this, that even the people, the Santas, that did not speak English or understand English, they got the spirit. They could wow. feel it. They they knew that there was this energy that, I think that really American Santas might have a little bit more so than they do. I, I'm not yeah, sure. I
1: the American Santa, even though the spirit's the same, every country's different. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the European countries, Santa's a disciplinarian. Character and he's not that fat, jolly little guy like me,
0: right?
1: And, or like me, I shouldn't say that. Like American <laughs> Santa, and uh, so it, I think we got the we got we have the edge. Uh, actually, we did a parade in Zurich, Sweden, mm-hmm. Switzerland, and uh, so we were in this parade with all these Sammy Clauses, which is Saint Nicholas. And Saint Nicholas is this tall, stern, disciplinarian. Really, and he would, um, um, so they'd be afraid of him. And the little kids knew, and all the families knew, and the streets were packed. They knew that uh, these, you know, they had to behave when Sammy Claus walked by. When they saw the American Santa Claus, Mister and Missus Claus, they all smiled and laughed and waved. It was like, it was almost like they were relieved. (laughs) But I'm not taking anything away from them. They put so much effort and their santa visits
2: they're just more serious and stern yeah,
1: yeah. That, sure it was awesome we got to go with them they would go from house to house actually i don't i don't know how much time it might be boring you with all this stuff but you get they would take they'd interview each or you'd call this the saint nicholas institute and you'd give them your family information and then they'd send a uh saint nicholas out to visit the children and they'd have all the background information on your family. So they put so much effort in it. Wow. And uh, it was just great to see. And we got to participate in that. So
0: Wow. Very cool. Yeah. It's it's interesting the, uh, yeah, the different customs, like you said, for, for different countries. Cause I, you know, I grew up in the U S and, you know, I'm just familiar with the U S style of, of Santa, but yeah. Has there been any, you know, kind of working in different countries with other Santas and, you know, even St. Nicholas and stuff. Have you learned anything from other, you know, styles of santa Santaing, or vice versa? Have you been able to kind of spread, you know, your maybe ideals onto other people?
2: I, I think what we noticed when we were in Europe is that they are more into animals. Like they talk about animals, they're North Pole They tell stories about the animals, which is really good. And we try to incorporate that into our talks with children. And also like Santa, kids would, uh, little like toddlers would bring their pacifiers to Santa. And he would tie, he'd have like three feet of pacifiers tied to his belt. And they, mothers, when they thought it was time for their toddlers or young children to give up their pacifiers they would have them go up to santa and hand it to him at a desk and he would i don't know what did he write down their names or something but yeah
1: and and, he'd take their pacifier (laughs) put it in a big glass jar or tie it on his belt and i don't know it was a little strange i never felt comfortable doing it i've had pacifiers given to me but i didn't want to be the bad guy i want to (laughs) be the good guy
0: right yeah I don't blame you for that. But we also have a, the, the
2: greatest Santa, Santa House here in Midland that was built in 1987, 86. And uh, it's completely non-commercial. And ch- children, come, children and families come from all over um, to visit it. I think we have about 25,000 visitors Whoa. a year. And there's a line for an hour and a half long. No, closer to Christmas outside in the freezing cold but Tom made all the elves by hand and he used to carve them out of kind of wood
1: Lindenwood. Linden
2: wood. wood and carve hand carve them and then we would make hands for them and then they move and they're making toys or oh painting trucks or something and we have so many LGB trains um, because they've fallen off the tracks and they're still fine. Mm-hmm. And everything nothing is commercialized so that children would say oh, I want that giant Barbie or I need that American girl doll because you know like most communities you have the very wealthy children here, the wealthy families and then you have the very poor. I mean uh-huh. we would have senator and congressmen's children here and then we'd have people that lived with still dirt floors I don't even believe in an outdoor plumbing I this was probably 30 you know 25 years ago when we got started uh, but uh, you know or holes in their shoes and boots and and they'd stand in line for that hour with everybody else It, it was just so heartwarming to see the love of the parents to put that effort into children to go see Santa Right. And so that's one of the things that we stress during Santa school that you know even though you're tired and you're hungry, i mean Santa because he's got an appetite, mm-hmm. you have to give that moment with the children and make it make them feel special because they don't always feel special at home or at school, yeah and so sure. it, you know we we really stress that uh, you know and, you and and treat everybody equally with love and and listen to them
1: right you know travis every everyone remembers their childhood visits with santa
0: mm-hmm.
1: i do and you know i'm almost a hundred now <laughs> and it's i love that i can remember that vividly visiting santa when i was young and uh, so i have to we we as santas and Mrs. Claus has to remember, these children are going to remember this visit, so it has to be the best we can possibly do.
0: Right. No, I mean, that's good to hear you guys. I can hear the passion and the uh, enthusiasm, you know, in your voice as you guys are talking about it. And you don't, you guys don't take it lightly. It's important, and I'm, I'm glad you guys are doing all this stuff. <laughs> and sure. It's worth it. Yeah. yeah. It's very rewarding. Yeah. So can we dive into what? You know, what Santa school is like. Yeah, like if someone's coming to Santa School, what can they kind of expect to learn and, and be taken through?
1: Sure. Uh we we start each year, each day with a the way Charlie Howard did, and that's with a prayer. Now, Santa can be a religious figure to some families and a not religious figure in others. Whatever he is in each family is what he is. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> We start the class out with her, and then we talk about the history of Santa Claus. You know, somebody asks you, "How old are you? How old are you, Santa?" You know, well, I'm seventeen hundred and twenty-eight years old. Well, that goes back to Saint Nicholas, uh, who lived in Asia Minor, which is now Turkey. Uh, but actually, Santa, the gift givers, there was that Santa spirit before Saint Nicholas, but Saint Nicholas took it over, and the nuns, the Catholic nuns, made a made a big deal out of the old boy. So they started the legend and this legend is used by families and parents to help raise their children. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're good, you're
2: rewarded. Um, so we have someone come in as St. Nicholas dressed in the traditional Bishop's robes. And, and he talks about St. Nicholas and he's a serious, a serious figure. in. um, you know, just in case you, some of our guys speak in front of a church on Saint Nicholas Day or even Christmas Eve. I, different churches will ask you, so you need to know that Santa Claus really came from something, um, right? Other than uh, Thomas Nast, but yeah.
1: So you know, we'll go on to uh, you know another piece of history is um in 1822 clement moore wrote the night before christmas and that's the takeoff on our american santa oh you know okay. with the reindeer and the elves you know and the, the kids same. are gonna ask yeah how many elves do you have santa 886 well i made that number up and i've been living with it for 43 years now and it <laughs> seems to work and i kind of pass it on i'm not to all the other Santas, but you need to be able to respond when children, <clears throat> excuse me, ask you questions, right? Uh, and they want to know about the North Pole. They want to know about reindeer, like Holly was saying. They love animals, so if you can talk about animals, fine. Uh, and then we teach the Santas how to be comfortable in a group. And I'm a terrible singer, but I think I'm pretty darn good when I sing Rudolph <laughs> <laughs> or Santa's Coming to Town or Jingle Bells. Those are my I major in those three songs, right. and uh, it's a lot of fun to sing with the kids. And it kind it, that builds the spirit, and we build the spirit in the Santa School by having them stand up and sing. Now, these guys that come to Santa School, they're not the healthiest bunch, you know. They're uh, you know in their sixties and seventies and
2: eighties and nineties, and
1: then <laughs> as far as weight goes, they're they're up there, mm-hmm. and you know so. You know, how many of you guys have diabetes? So, you know, three-quarters of the class raises their hand. Oh, man. It's like, but we teach health. Kind
2: okay. Of, we have some healthy Santas, too. We have too. some healthy Yes.
1: But we, it's important to be healthy as a Santa, and I know these guys have, some of them have trouble with staying healthy, but you have to tell them, you have to eat right, you have to exercise. Even though you're a big boy, a little bit on the old side, you know, you still have to, Be lively and quick, because that's what Santa is. He's a healthy outdoorsman. Mm -hmm. That coat that he wears is red and white, and the red stands for healthy outdoorsman, and the white stands for purity. Santa's a pure man. He doesn't have bad thoughts. He doesn't, and we teach this at school, you know, Santa, everybody loves you, but they really don't love Tom Valent. They love Santa, don't take advantage of it. Don't put the moms on your lap. Don't
0: mm, right.
1: Don't just behave, Santa. Yeah, <laughs> and that's really no flirting
0: and no flirting. No flirting. Yeah, no flirting.
1: Yep. and uh, yeah. I mean, so you really got to uh,
0: teach them how to be this to be this person to be Santa to have the answers to the questions and understand you know yeah. understand and the history the and the story.
1: Yeah, right. And answering kids, I love it and. I really like the older kids because you know they got them deep questions.
0: Right. And uh,
1: I don't ever, I don't believe I lie to the children or I mislead them. Mm-hmm. You know, when they're little, they don't they don't totally understand the spirit, but it's a it's a legend, and he flies through the on the sleigh, and he does all this and that, and they they buy right into that. But as they get older, they'll start questioning. Well, oh, how do you get around the world in one night, Santa? So you know you. <clears throat> Depending on the child, you read them. You might ask them a few questions, but then you let them know, you know, that there's 24 time zones. Santa comes to the United States and Canada Christmas Eve. But even some of those places he comes in the United States and Canada, he comes December 5th. Or the December 6th is the Feast of St. Nicholas, so he'll come the day before. Mm-hmm. And a lot of European countries, in Switzerland where we met, he can. He was coming on the Feast of St. Nicholas, December 6th. And Russia, he comes January 1st. And, of course, Spain, it's the Feast of the Epiphany, which would be uh, January 6th. But he, so you can just tell him. He comes different times, and you can go on and on and on. And I have a, I have a watch, a big old uh, stop, a big old uh, pocket watch. It doesn't fit in my pocket. It's so big. And I show him how it works. and then, I shut it off, and, or just hold the button, and the hands quit going around. I said, see, Santa can stop time whenever he wants. Don't you You remember how long it takes to wake up Christmas Eve? That's like the longest night of the year. I mean, that can go on for days and nights. Right? Yeah, yeah, it takes forever to wake up Christmas Eve. <laughs> you know, They buy right into that. So it's a lot of fun. Right. But yeah,
2: yeah, we we teach a nice health class exercise, how to exercise and get out of your chair because some Santa's have to sit for eight hours. So we do stretches and teach them to get up and walk around and sing. And and we have a singer come in and and a a vocal a music teacher, a music professor um, come in and teach voice lessons voice lessons and, and get comfortable with that. And then we teach about Hair and makeup. How to, you know, have a nice, grow your beard nicely, or how to take care of it and cleanliness. You know, keep your hands clean, your nails clean, your breath
1: fresh. Um, if you're gonna have an artificial beard, <laughs> you want to have a really good one. Right. And that means you're gonna have to spend a lot of money, like in the two thousand dollar range. So Whoa. you have real hair that's on a that's made by a real wig master and it's better than you can grow honestly it's mm-hmm. beautiful stuff it has to be taken care of as just like real hair only the best part about that stuff is you can take it off
0: yeah right.
2: so you can put away santa for a little while but back to the class schedule we're getting off that that's part of the class. <laughs> <laughs> well I, i'm trying to go on schedule but uh, we talk, yeah we do hair and makeup yeah, we
1: talk and, about reindeer uh you know, Rudolph's 81 years old. This year he was born in 1939. You need to get them familiar with the reindeer names because the kids, they're you know, they're some are going to ask you their names, some of the ones that are testing you out. And, right. Uh, or you know about the North Pole, the better. So I just love North Pole questions. We go around the room, we ask everyone what their North Pole looks like so I can steal their good ideas. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, we have a lady come in that Let's them be comfortable with sign language now you're not going to learn sign language in Santa's school but you're going to learn you can learn it hmm. so you go home and you flip up the computer and you see how to you watch how to do a few signs and we do teach them in class how to say Merry Christmas Santa loves you
2: what do you want for Christmas leave cookies and milk um be good Sa- yeah Santa loves you All
1: simple things we can do
2: simple but and and it's it's so powerful that if you have a deaf child come in and you know something, they come in and they're like, I know he's not going to understand anything about me. And Santa can just do a couple of sign language um, Christmas things and they get so excited. They just want to hug you. Yeah, And even though you can't carry on a conversation, they know that you... Love them enough to care about them, to learn some part of their language. But speaking of the reindeer, we're looking at two reindeer right now. We we um, we have two reindeer, uh, Comet and Blitzen, and we've had reindeer for about, what, 20 years? Mm-hmm. About 20 wow. years. So we it helps because then we can bring the reindeer to Santa School. Sometimes we bring the students here to see their environment, their personalities, their habits, what they look like, what they smell like, what they sound like, mm-hmm. uh, how they eat, how they go to the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, there's there's just lots of things that you wouldn't um, you know imagine if you didn't see it in person. So we really try to have a school that encompasses everything that santa needs to know and one of our big things is we usually take a ride on the real polar express the 1225 the the train that was
1: um in the movie the polar express
2: Mm
0: -hmm. it's right
1: here in michigan and uh our plan goes right it'll be here as part of our santa school every every season from now on starting next year but it's a it's a great locomotive you know the you know the story, right, Travis?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, it's a great thing. So even this year we're gonna uh we couldn't normally we get them on the twelve twenty-five. This year with the COVID uh situation we have now, we, we can't do that, but we're gonna just park a couple cars, uh passenger cars, so Santa's can walk through it. In Santa school, we don't learn, you can't learn everything there is to learn. I'm still learning about Santa. Because I'm just getting started, you know. This is is my 43rd year, so I'm just getting started in this, and I'm really starting (laughs) to get into it. But you can just Santa School is only three days, and we can only dump 40 hours in those three days, and so we just touch on a lot of different things, and that builds your interest, and and then you want you have that quest to keep learning, and that's pretty much how it goes at Santa School. We do have some business classes, which. Might not be full of spirit, but um, <laughs> it's good information on how to keep your, your books if you were to charge money. We don't tell Santas what to charge or how much money they can make. That's not what this school is about. But it's fine if that's what you do. Uh, and you have to make, you have to, should get some income out of it because these suits are a couple thousand dollars. Your hair is a couple thousand dollars. And your time is worth something. this is Christmas time. and my thing I tell the students is, if you have a family, you have to keep that in mind. You can't go be Santa every day or every night. Mm-hmm. It's like what if you some husband or went to play golf every day? I mean that's just not right it, because you can get hooked on this Santa stuff if you're good at it you know, and yeah. if it works with it for you. Uh, so you have to be careful because you got to keep things at home. In right order.
0: Right. Now I can imagine. So do you guys, I mean, you talking about like, um, you know, teaching, helping with singing and, and things like that. Do you guys help with the, getting the proper like voice tonality and the like proper ho, ho, ho and that kind of stuff.
1: Oh yes. Yeah. The ho, ho, ho is fun. Uh, <clears throat> real quick. You just want to not scare the children. Oh yeah. The ho, ho, ho is a laugh. It's not a loud, scary noise so you know and you laugh with your belly you, you know you feel your you just pop your belly out fill your lungs full of air and
0: laugh oh Something incredible that was great
2: Now, uh, one, one of the rewarding things about santa school is having people some men or women and they say oh i've been doing santa for 20 25 years. I I know everything. I just heard that this was a famous school, so we should go. And then they when they're done, they they call us or write a nice note and say, we never knew what it was really like to be Santa. We finally, you know, we learned so much that and we're really known. I don't know when we started this, like maybe twenty-five years ago, the idea that our emphasis is on the heart of Santa. And I don't know if that translates into the spirit of Santa but so many Santas that come back year after year tell us that if they miss a year because their daughter got married or you know some you know there was a death in the family or you know some kind, their son was playing in the Super Bowl (laughs) which we've had well they just Christmas just wasn't the same for them. They just didn't have that spirit. It's like they get charged up. It charges them up. Santa school does. Yeah. So, and I tell people, I I mean, we've got someone coming this year that said she's been trying a Mrs. Claus with, with her husband. She said they've been trying to come for 25 years. And this is kind of an unusual year to come because we normally have 300 to 325 students. 325. And this year we have limited it to just under hundred. Well, we're hoping it's under hundred, but, um, because, you know, we're really working hard to do all the social distancing and everything, but right. So, I mean, really, she was lucky to get in this year with the, when it's cut down to a third, but, um, yeah, when, when we started, Tom was the only student the first year. And then the next year, I think there were two, and then the next year there were three, and <laughs> and then um, when we took it over, I think there were seven or eight uh, students. And then every year we've just added more things, and and you know a lot of field trips. And we go to Frankenmuth, Michigan, which has the world's largest Christmas store. We take buses, nice luxury buses, and we sometimes uh, play the Polar Express on there, or play some Christmas movie, or or um, music. And, and we go through the world's largest Christmas store uh, just to get them in that spirit. I don't, they usually have, they buy some trinkets or some treasures, I guess. Right. And then we walk around downtown. The people love to see all these Santas, um, but we tell them not to dress as Santa because there's only one Santa. So we, we really kind of ban wearing your Santa suit. Uh, You can dress, we, you know you can dress like a santa mite on his free time but um and then we go eat at the uh, what is it the the world's it's, it's one of the top 10 places most uh chicken restaurants. Ch- yeah ch- ch- a famous place where they they serve i don't know how many millions of meals a year but it's all you can eat chicken dinner it's a german town and the santa's love that
0: that sounds you great they just get really mashed great.
2: potatoes and and all the chicken, and it's really good chicken, and then dessert, and soup, and squash, and cranberries, and stolen bread, and stolen, um, and then, uh, you know, just things they love. And then we sing a lot, and we have a lot of entertainers come, and um, what else do we do that's fun? Nothing. Everything's fun. <laughs> Everything's fun. Yeah. Oh this year I think we're going to have a candy maker come to teach us about a can he's going to make candy canes Oh um, homemade candy canes but we also have we go to a workshop, a real workshop, a real carpenter shop on Saturday morning and you make a, Santa learns how to make a toy from scratch like a truck or a, a puppet anything puppet yeah. something. Yeah and we have donut makers come and they make donuts (laughs) fresh for us and we have coffee and donuts and
1: and we do that so santa can understand what it's like at the workshop because again they ask about the north pole all the time and so if a lot of santas or a lot of men and mrs clauses don't actually work with their hands they're not real crafty so if you can put them in that carpenter shop for a couple hours and have them Turn out a, a simple toy, they feel pretty good about it. Yeah. And our toys are nice that they make. Our we toys have, are nice. Uh, <laughs> actually, the the Mister and missus that teach that help teach that class are they were old. They've been toy makers for years, and uh,
2: they came to Santa School like 20 uh, years ago. Really,
1: really good at it. And I heard wow. Holly like... mentioned before that about well, there's own no, you know no one dresses that Santa as Santa. We're all in this town. It's not a big town. So when 300 Santas show up, kids start wondering what's going on. So (laughs) what we advertise now, we don't advertise the school, but what we say is there's going to be a Santa reunion. These are all Santa's cousins that are coming to town. So nobody is the real Santa.
0: And even Uh, if a child were to ask you when you're alone doing your Santa
1: work in the winter or at Christmas time, are you the real Santa? The right answer is I'm the spirit of Christmas. And I stand for love and giving. I would never tell a child I'm the real Santa.
0: Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I was. I was curious how, what the, uh, what you guys thought about that. What your response was.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Also on on um, the last day we well we have a dance class because Santa should know how to dance. We have a dancer come in and teach Santa some dance moves. But um, one of the big things that they love is that. Tom built a full-size sleigh, like a, a sleigh that could be packed with toys. Mm-hmm. And it's up on a, I don't know what
1: it's up on. It's a full-size sleigh and reindeer. So oh, yeah. It's 44 feet long and animated reindeer. Whoa. Both size And they get to get on it. We put it inside a dark warehouse so it feels like it's nighttime.
2: And have lights. Just put a little
1: and- light on it. And... Uh, they get so darn excited. We have to let them go to the boys room right after that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they have to climb up a ladder and get on the sleigh. They pull the reins and these um, handmade reindeer, they're like stuffed reindeer full size. Uh, you can pull them and feel feel and feel what it like what what it would be like to drive a real sleigh in the middle of the night in the dark in the the excitement, and they really love that because yeah. not that many people have the privilege of doing parades. So you at least get to feel that.
1: We call that flight lessons. You actually feel like sometimes I dream I'm Santa and flying through the sky, and that's it, it, a real feeling. But Travis, I'm starting to think here, listening to Holly do all the talking. Um, are we? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't, we no. haven't had you ask gonna- any heard you ask any
0: questions I apologize. <laughs> no, this, this is the the lazy man's interview. You guys are doing a great job. I don't even have to do anything. Um, but I yeah, I know I love learning about this stuff and I could I could totally see how it would be uh, you know, infectious for for someone to come to this and, you know, you, you know, come for your first time maybe to this to Santa yeah. School to learn how to do it but then just keep coming back to like turn on the the Santa switch, you know, and get in yeah. the mood and the zone and and get into it. I love that.
1: Yeah, there's a lot to do that. It's usually 50 50. Our classes are 50 returning students, 50% returning, and 50% new on the average.
2: Oh, okay. And we usually turn people away. And we have to, you know, close the registration because we don't want it to get too big. Um, you know, it's nice when it's small and you can talk to everybody and, and learn their story back home. And it, it's really amazing how what a great variety of people we have. We have principals, you know, school principals and ministers and uh, executives and uh, candy makers and truck drivers and coal miners. And uh, what else? well, we don't always know what they do, but when, when you talk to them and you say, really? Oh, that's really interesting. Farmers
1: and damn contractors.
2: Damn contractors. Yeah, that's what Tom is. <laughs> so you know, you do have a second life. You you aren't just. It's it's kind of like a Superman. You know, you're you're kind of secret, right? But you really have a real life. But then you come out as, to me, You know, a good Santa or Mrs. Claus is like a super person because. It takes a lot of energy. I don't have all the energy. I don't go with him every single time, mm-hmm. and when I do, like this morning, I was exhausted. I had to take a nap after.
0: Yeah, I can because imagine. it takes
2: a lot of energy to um, you know try to connect with every child and the teacher and and some Santa's just I get exhausted. He gets exhilarated. You know, he gets energized by it. So it takes a special person. And uh, it, it's it's definitely a calling. It's definitely a gift. And I admire those people. And I, I think the people that come to our school, they, they, they take a lot of effort to get here. And I know it's important to them. And I just talked to like three today, and they're so excited they can hardly stand it.
0: Mm-hmm. They,
2: they drove to Midland from Ohio just to look at the Santa house. They didn't tell us they were coming. So wow. they can only see the outside of it. And then they drove to Frankenmuth and they've been there twice because they're so excited they can hardly stand it. And, uh, you know, it's just so nice to see people excited, especially during this downtime. You know, so many people are down right now yeah. with the COVID. And I think we'll have a little reprieve here and, and get people um, happy and spirited again. And Christmas is going to come no matter what. And, oh, this year, that's what we're doing different this year. We have a big section on uh, virtual Santa, so oh, sure. we, you know. So we're not good at it, obviously, because we're not on um, visual. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, we will learn. So if you call us back sometime, right. uh, there we go. We'll know how to do it, and and we'll learn how to do the backgrounds and and the do's and don'ts and. How not to have your phone ringing in the background, not right. to have your house a mess or <laughs> uh, things like that, I've already had to run and hide put my phone my cell phone underneath the couch cushion right. so it didn't make noise but um yeah i'm I'm not good with technology, but uh, you know that I think everyone's looking forward to that because
1: yeah, I think that's important too I think is yes. Families need Santa, the Santa spirit more than ever this
0: year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm so very they're, glad they're you out. guys are still doing this stuff this year, and not, not just calling it quits for the year. You know?
1: Yeah, we're not giving in. <laughs>
0: <Yep>. <laughs> we're
1: gonna do it right. Nobody's gonna get sick at Santa school, and we're gonna teach the Santas how not to get sick while they're doing, while they're touching all those filthy little kids.
2: Well, they play out in the dirt yeah, they have to wait gonna, in
1: line for we're not an hour fest those filthy little kids any further Stop either, it. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: edit that out <laughs> <Right>. uh, <laughs> hey, you know what if Santa you get if you're in your community you're gonna have every germ you could possibly imagine because it's gonna get you santa yeah so I always feel like being Santa is like getting a tetanus or getting a uh,
2: <laughs> a vaccine a vaccine right.
1: because you, you get a little touch of everything and you usually make it right
0: through. Right. There you go.
2: Yeah. I think we only ever had to shut down the Santa house since 1987 one night. And that was, that was because of the weather. The weather was so bad. You couldn't, you know, but.
1: I'm but, sure I had so, coronavirus last Christmas. <laughs> and <didn't know. laughs>
2: But we have had years where the Santas all were sick with the flu and we're calling around and, you know, can you take this shift? And of course you can't put Santa on when he's sick. So somebody has to do double shifts and, you know, stay healthy and they make it through. They're just exhausted, but because they know how important it is, they're willing to be exhausted. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we just have to remind them, stay, you know, make sure you wash well before you come, make sure you get your rest when you get to rest and, and eat well. And, yeah we have two different nurses coming in this year a covid nurse and then a uh, wellness team that comes in and talks about how to stay healthy during the season how oh. to eat better during the season so that you keep your energy up and how to do certain exercises so that you keep your energy up and in um, uh, those those kind of things so uh, we're looking forward to that we've added that we usually have a an exercise person and a health person, but this is right from the hospital and, and, um, they're looking forward to it. They, the people are honored to come talk to us. Oh, that's another thing we have. We have someone coming from Florida talking about the hot toys of 2020. And she usually comes in person and, um, she's doing zoom this year. So we have a couple of zoom speakers,
0: right?
2: Understand that. And, uh, that will be good experience for everyone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you guys got to kind of be up, date, up to date on the uh, the new toys and everything like that, huh?
1: Yes. It makes the conversation go a lot better. Like I said earlier, talking to five-year-olds for a long time, your brain can go to mush unless you get right down there with them. Right. I think I'm pretty good at that. I can turn into a five-year-old pretty fast. <laughs> and, but and knowing what the toys are makes the conversation a lot more enjoyable. But I must say I don't dwell on what they're gonna get for Christmas. I'll ask them because that's what they're there for. They want to tell you what they want for Christmas. Santa never promises anything because you don't know what's really gonna happen at their house. Whether they have all the means in the world or if maybe they don't have right the, the means at all to have anything. Yeah. So you know the the rule is you don't promise anything. Even though Mom's shaking her head yes and, and this uh, and. Uh, Oh, cell phones are a riot, you know, and an eight year old comes up and wants a cell phone for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> or a gun. Yeah. I said, that's not a toy. I make toys. What kind of toy do you want? You know. It's uh it's,
2: Didn't you have a little boy about ten years ago that asked for a rifle, or a uh, real one?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: Yeah, those things are <laughs> Yeah.
1: Uh, hey, you gotta live where we do, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, he had his car hearts on this camouflage and is ready for action. Is going hunting.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So is this uh, is this something that can anybody become a Santa if if they have the kind of the right spirit for it, or do you really need kind of that that certain look?
1: No, you you hit it, Travis. Uh, spirit. That's what you need. The heart and the spirit. Okay. And uh, now, if you're six foot eight, you're gonna have a little trouble. But other than that, you know, I don't is. You can be as short as you need to be and as wide as you need to be. And if you're not wide enough, you can put a little padding in there. But the new Santas aren't that wide anymore. Mm-hmm. They're and, healthy. You know, so, and we can put real hair on you, and it's going to look better than if you tried to grow your own. So we can cosmetically make you into it, but you have to make sure that you maintain your personal hygiene and fresh breath, and that's all part of school, too. Mm-hmm. And, and Stay in character. You always stay in character. Mm-hmm. Adults get nervous around Santa. Kids don't get nervous. Adults do, and then they want to they want to call you uh, something other than Santa. You know, they want you to come out of character so they can relax. Oh, finally talking to a human. You know, they you stay in character. It's a lot more exciting uh, for the family.
0: Yeah,
2: and then I think that takes uh, years of of uh, practice. And because I, I just talked to someone who's been a Santa for five years and he said he still struggles with that, staying in character, because as Tom said, you get nervous and you want to be yourself or they want you to be yourself. And when you take the outfit off, then you're yourself. But when you're in the outfit, you maintain Santa standards, which is, you know, really almost impeccable almost impeccable. You, you know, you have to be jolly and nice and happy and, and uh, happy and spirited and uh, as much as you can be, but you can't be grumpy and complaining. And uh, I don't know. It just, mm-hmm. it, it, it it's a, uh, like I say, I, I feel like it's a calling and a gift, but there's a lot of them out there. There's so many good people. You just meet such wonderful people that it's, it's well worth it. And, you know, we're just so excited to see everybody every year because um, it becomes a community, you know, a family. You're really a family. And with the classes being so big, we don't really get to know everybody. But I, I've just, last year, I wasn't able to go for the first time because I was going through stage four cancer and I went to the hospital the day school ended and was in the hospital, I went to Mayo Clinic and University of Michigan, and they thought I was going to die. And somebody found out, we don't like to spread spread bad news during the holidays, mm-hmm. but someone let it out that I was sick and, and serious. And I got so much outpouring of prayers and concern and love and support and You know, I would tell my doctors that they were praying for my doctors and my nurses. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was so sweet that not only did they pray for me and my family, we have five children, 12 grandchildren. So it's a, you know, it's a solid, good family, but they were praying for my doctors and nurses. And this year, when I went back for my, they gave me six to 12 months to live. And the doctor said, We don't know how you made it. And I said, Well, it was the prayers and the, you know, the community of Santa's and, and friends, um, their their love and support. And um they they called doctors in to look at me <laughs> because they said we don't usually get to see somebody come back.
0: Right. So wow.
2: you know, I mean that was that's just we've been in, you know, doing Santa since since 19 well he was Santa first in 1975 for just um, neighborhood children but you know for them to come through in such a powerful way without us asking for the help you kind of get the idea that they are giving generous and giving and loving people Mm -hmm. so I know Tom's Tom appreciated that too when they would write little notes or send little emails and i was too sick or out of it to read them but he would read them and it gave him you know a reassurance too that you know you you were being supported by by another spirit (laughs) so yeah we're we've been blessed to be part of this and and, you know
1: yes we have Mm -hmm.
2: uh, yeah it's just a beautiful a beautiful thing but I feel like we've been talking too long to you. I have (laughs) been. I'm sorry. It's me. No, this is great. Don't ask me next time.
0: (laughs) I love that. I mean, cause we're, I just, you know, it It seems at least on the surface, you know, that it, it, you could just go up there and be Santa, but there's so much more to it. it I, I'm sure it just helps to understand the whole process and, and your guys' spirit and, and deep, you know, connection to this whole thing and the school and all the people you work with. It just, I think adds a, a whole level of, uh, another level dimension to it so people can help can appreciate this and and you know go visit their local santas and everything like that so i'm really thankful for you guys to come on here and share all this information so i really really appreciate what you guys are doing well we appreciate appreciate you and your time thank you
2: and when you get old you come to school and and we'll put you through the education because if you can survive as a balloon maker at disney world you'd be a natural santa
0: Right, yeah. I know I'm already saying I want to go to Santa school. It looks so fun. <laughs> You're um, more than welcome, son. Cool. Know, Travis,
1: we we'll take you.
0: Cool. Well, thank you. That's good to hear. Thanks, guys. Um, so for like people listening who maybe want to learn more about Santa school or, or attend, should we send them anywhere specific, like a website or anything like that? What is the sure. website? Santa Claus School.
2: Dot Santa com. Claus
0: School. There we go.
2: www.santaclausschool.com. Okay. Well, it I is a CWH, but so I'm...
0: No, 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 don't mix okay, it up. Okay, that's
2: not mixed up. Sorry, I told you I'm <laughs> good with technology, but
0: no. But we'll, you know. I'll have the, uh, for people listening, I'll, I'll I'll have the link down in yeah. the,
1: the description. Yeah, so Yeah, the Charles W. Howard Santa Claus School. It'll
0: take you oh. right there. Right, we'll find it. Um,
2: next year will be a big year, so have them start thinking about it and... Getting some ideas for this Christmas and watching for good Santas, and and uh, we'd love to meet them someday.
0: Cool, awesome. Well, I mean, thanks again, Tom Holly. It's so fun to talk to you guys and and yeah, dig deep into the the Santa school and everything. So thanks again, guys.
2: Merry bye. Christmas, Travis. Yeah, to you Merry and your Christmas. family.
0: Thank oh. you. Merry Christmas. Bye bye. Bye bye. Oh boy. We did it. Aren't you in the Christmas spirit now? Doesn't it feel good? Those guys, Tom and Holly are just awesome. They're so nice. They just exude Christmas. Uh especially with a name like Holly. It's her real name. Like she said, I swear she didn't change her name just to be more Christmassy, but uh, hopefully you enjoyed that episode. I really did. A lot of interesting, fun facts you can share with your family at Christmas or when you go to meet Santa Claus. Um, So thank you, Tom and Holly, for being on, sharing all that info. Really fun. Thank you to you, the listener, for being here and, uh, getting, not getting through it. It wasn't hard to get through, but, uh, for being here to the end of the episode, making it all the way through, I appreciate you listening. Uh, maybe, you know, somebody who loves Santa Claus and they would want to hear this episode or who wants to become a Santa or a Mrs. Claus. Maybe you could send them this episode. So that really helps out. If you want to share this episode with your friends and family, um, love getting that kind of stuff, all the word of mouth and, you know, promoting and whatever. Um, I'm Travis DeRose. You can email me your thoughts, questions, ideas, criticisms, feedback, ideas for new podcasts, uh, Travis at curiositynest.com. I'm on Instagram, but, but you know, there's all this stuff. Just go to Curiosityness.com. You can find all that stuff if you want to connect with me on social media and whatever. Um, I guess that's about it. Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you in episode 102. So long.